Welcome to Another Day Above Ground, a show for, by, and about baby boomers. It's the podcast for people who have no idea how to download a podcast. And now, here's your host, Dale Irvin. Well, welcome back, all of our baby boomer buddies, to the podcast made just for you, the baby boomer. It's another day above ground, and doggone it, we're glad to be there. I do this podcast every week with my two partners, so let's meet them. First, from Denver, usually from Denver, Colorado, but today she's vacationing in Florida. Please welcome Carolyn Strauss. I really wish it were a vacation. Anybody ever get the chance to go and help your mother organize her files that haven't been touched in 20 years? We found tax returns from 2008, 2009. So it's kind of like going down memory lane here with my mom. And it's a lot of work. But it's all good. And we're getting it done. And she's she's not dead. She's not dead yet. Do you have a, a, a shredder? That's the easiest way to go through all that stuff. We actually brought it to somebody and got it. Seriously, I had a 50-pound box. Dale, I'm not 50 pounds of paperwork that needed to be shredded. Oh, that's a lot. That's a lot. It was a lot. It was. Okay. Well, before we shred anything more, please let's welcome our other partner to the show from Indiana. Please welcome the Aristotle of comedy, Mr. Tim Slagle. Yeah, here in Indiana where we call our shredder a burn can. (laughs) that's really funny that's really funny because i was talking to somebody and they're like can't you just start a fire out back i'm like she lives in one of these communities i think kate brown (laughs) starting fires out back i mean and all the trash cans are plastic so it wouldn't work there's no (laughs) i was thinking i was thinking she doesn't need her second bathroom we've got the bathtub but the whole thing just didn't make sense to anybody so now we took it to a shredding place either that or you buy a cat you know, <laughs> pretty much would shred up all the papers eventually. <laughs> oh, well, here we are. We are in uh, in what's called dry January. This is for people who want to give up drinking for January. I don't I know any of ba- these. I thought it was for baby boomer women, but that's a whole different conversation. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that's called dry 60s. Anyhow, ah. this is, this is dry, dry January for people that want to, Quit drinking for whatever reason they they do. I I don't happen to be a believer of that, but it's uh, you know a lot of people do. Either one of you going going dry liquor wise for for January. Yeah, I, I don't know what the, I don't know what this is. It's because they also have a sober October. I, I, I don't know if you've heard about that. That's a, that's a, that's another. Uh, I did not hear about. Yeah, that. yeah. No. Sober Probably October. Pre and post. It's pre holidays and post holidays. Dry January to me is like diet January, right? You've done all your partying, all your food, everything, and it's time to stop. So people want to people want to quote be good for January. Is that because you have to repent for Easter or something? I don't know. I don't know, but I'm waiting for get high in July. <laughs> <laughs> what 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 I don't understand is, and and, and this kind of the, the, this is not the first time I've seen this, is is Catholics have something very similar called Lent, but that doesn't start that doesn't start till like like February or March, six weeks before Easter. Yes, yeah, so, uh, forty days, Ash forty Wednesday, days yeah. before Palm Sunday, actually. Yeah, so it's forty-seven days before Easter. Um, which is uh, almost seven weeks, but I love but, that you can do math 
on, on top of your head like that, Tim. That's why you are the Aristotle. That that was impressive. That was impressive calendar math. He, he he even knows like the last five numbers of pi. I mean, really, very, very into yeah. I'm keeping it. A, I'm a keeping it a secret. A, a quarter of a pie, an eighth of a pie, and what I ate the rest of it. That's how much. That's the last numbers of pie I know. But anyway. But the thing is, why don't they do? You know, why don't they do sober February? Why don't? We, hey, how about bring back Lent? You know, <laughs> I mean, make, make Lent great again. And, and, yeah, it, it, uh, and they also they also it's 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 they also want to have meatless days. They encourage people to do meatless days. Isn't and that called they, Friday? No, well, that's you, called you, that's called Friday during Lent. Well, yeah, yeah. Or you, originally, if you're you know if you're uh, if you're hardcore, it was every Friday. It was every Friday. That's what I thought right? before Vatican too, but no, no, they have meatless Mondays. It's... Is Vatican II the sequel? Vatican the sequel? I don't understand. <laughs> I don't think I saw that one. They're like polishing your chair in hell right now. Like, we can't wait. <laughs> we just can't wait. Hey, if I have a chair that's worth polishing, it's exactly what it should be. And if it's anything it's like the Godfather, you're not going to want Vatican III. It just, uh, <laughs> it's just going to be useless. Vatican Three. Is it actually a Christmas movie? That's the question. <laughs> hey, uh, you know the Golden Globes were uh, Sunday. Did either of you watch them? It's... I, I saw about thirty, maybe forty seconds of it, and I thought this is terrible. Yeah. And then I read all the reviews today, and I was right. <laughs> yeah, it's actually, I think uh, it's the first time, first time in recent history that uh, the Golden Globes were viewed by less people than watched the movies that they were awarding. <laughs> and that's incredible because I'd never heard about nine. The only two movies I had heard of, well, there were three. There was Oppenheimer, which I didn't see, Barbie, which I saw a bunch of times, and there's a movie called Past Lives, which is an Asian film, and it's really great. I watched it on a flight in December, and it's a lovely love story. Hmm. I liked it a lot. Yeah, so who I needs recommend that, that one. It's, uh, yeah, they well, of course they had to award Oppenheimer because it was the only bomb bigger than the show. Where's <laughs> <laughs> my bell? It's your bell, Dale. That one needed a bell. <laughs> oh wait, my granddaughter is playing with it again. I'll be back. All right, you just be back. But no, I watched it and then there it um, is. There <laughs> you go. There's okay. that bell ringing. All right, so if we were talking about the Golden Globes just for a minute. Natalie Portman's dress, best dressed of the evening. Yeah. It was a it was a, a single, you know, it was it was just a little strap, all sequins on the top, very form fitting. And then it blue sunned out into this skirt that had like a sequin garden at the bottom. It was like watching a moving Monet painting. It was one of the prettiest dresses I've ever seen. Hmm. But there's our fashion commentary for the day. Folks. Could could you see your nipples? No. Ah, well then, you call yeah. that a good dress. Well, it's Natalie Portman. She she has no globes. <laughs> I mean the awards. What am I? <laughs> exactly, exactly. But you know, while we we're talking about about dry January, you know, it, it dredged up some memories where you used to be able to pretty much drink anywhere. In, in a lot of situations, Tim was telling about a a train for when was that? Been back in the seventies or so, Tim. Uh, no, it wasn't that long ago. I think it was the 80s or 90s. I, uh, uh, 
it, it's because you know I remember that Arlo Guthrie song, "The City of New Orleans," and, and right, I, I, I right. found out I found out it was it's an actual train and it still runs. So I figured, what better way to see Mardi Gras than uh, than riding on the city of New Orleans and uh, uh, not so having I, to park. So uh, so I booked a, I booked a, sw- uh, a a sleeper for Mrs. Slegel and myself, and uh, we rode down we rode down to Mardi Gras. Cool. And uh, they actually back then actually still had a bar car, and it wasn't it wasn't now. You can still get drinks on a train, but it's not it's not a bar car. Right, no, this right. was like it was like walking into a bar. It, it it had a bartender. It had a bar in the middle of the car. It had tables around it. People were drinking and singing and smoking, smoking. Believe it or not, it was wow. uh, it was uh, it was it was quite an experience. I remember uh, probably in the 70s, Continental Airlines used to have a bar in the middle of the plane between first class and coach. Of course, the only people at the bar were the coach members because first class was getting their drinks free. (laughs) But... uh, but it was it was it was a fun place to, to to spend time on an airplane, you know. Unless, of course, like like in recent history, the door blows off and stuff starts getting sucked out. <laughs> <laughs> of course, that'd be a great way to throw last call. That's, <laughs> that's how Goldfinger died. Is he got sucked out of a plane when uh, when when they shot a bullet through the uh, through the window? Huh. So I don't know if that works. Like I don't that know either. if that actually works. Did MythBusters ever try that? I don't recall. I, huh. I, I, they might have, but I really don't recall. But that's what happened when this when the door came off. People said stuff started flying around, but they were only at fifteen thousand feet, so it was just like wind as opposed to air pressure sucking it off. So, did you ever see the the, the Continental Airlines bar, or did you just hear about? Oh it? yeah, I've been to it. Oh, I went to it. Okay, yeah. was it was it across? Was it lengthwise or across? It was it was across. It was uh, you know from uh, port to starboard, and it was maybe the length of uh, I don't know half a dozen rows of seats or so, uh-huh. and they had a bar with with fixed bar stools oh, on wow. it. And yeah, yeah, it was very. Did they cool. have Isaac behind there. I, I know he was working on he was working on the like love boat, mom. so uh, <laughs> you know they, they had to get some somebody else. He didn't have an air license. <laughs> uh, now I know when I started doing comedy in the eighties, co- I think it was Continental came up with the idea of actually booking comics. Yes, yes, and uh, uh, a couple of my friends did that nightmare gig. <laughs> oh yeah, wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh, yeah. comics on a plane. Yes. Didn't Denzel Washington star in that movie? <laughs> Snakes on a plane. Oh no, sorry, I was wrong. Same thing, right? Um, no, no. Somebody's got to do something about plane. the mother effing comics on the mother effing <laughs> plane. <laughs> well, my nephew Tim Folger is a is a comic in Cleveland. He did. They had a a, a comedy train. Where you go from car to car, and they had like three comics, so they rotated car to car yeah, it's on New a York train. State subway on a daily <laughs> basis. <laughs> no, there were no stabbings or vomitings. But, oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, you used to be able to, to to get liquor anywhere, and now a dry January. I, I wonder I how flew... the bartenders' association feels about this. Yeah, I was I was curious because well when I flew to Australia in business class there was actually a business class bar on Qantas 
that you could leave your seat and go. It was actually a double decker plane, which I hadn't been on since the mm -hmm. the old mm -hmm. wasn't it the old seven forty sevens that uh -huh. had the upstairs and the downstairs. Uh huh. They actually had an upstairs and they had an actual bar on Qantas. Wow. Yeah, that you get up and I, go to. It was really cool. When I when I when I went over uh, when I went over there, we didn't have a double decker plane, but business class was, you know, you're in a big lazy boy recliner basically and they kept bringing me liquor. The only thing that you know made it different from first class is those seats would tilt all the way back to a bed kind of, you know. Yeah, I think all seats should tilt back to a bed, but that's just me. Anyway. Um... Even car seats. Yes, I understand. <laughs> yeah, <everything. laughs> yeah, no, I think I think dry January is an interesting concept for people who who need a group of other people to help them and support them in doing what they think is the right thing for them. I think that's the whole point, right? Everybody goes, oh, I'm doing dry January. It's also the excuse when you go out with your friends and if your friends all want you to drink a lot, you can actually use that as an excuse to not drink a lot. As well, opposed to just saying no thank you. Right, which I'm a fan of, but you know, other people maybe not you know, so much. You know, it's it's actually an extension because I would bet I would bet a good at least fifty percent of all drinkers uh, on January first swear they're never going to drink again. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> uh, what did I do? I'll never do this again. Make this any go away. So it's the beginning of January. It's sort of like why the parking lot at every gym is going to be totally full for the next four weeks. Then in five weeks, it'll get less full. And in six weeks, it'll be back to normal and I'll get my normal parking spot again. <laughs> it's, I noticed, uh, I, I noticed uh, uh, Planet Fitness, I think it is, 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 uh, is capitalizing on the trend of people that actually joined the health club January 1st. And oh, they have uh, they have Megan the Stallion. Have, have you seen I the? I saw those ads. She's she's called Mother Fitness now. Uh huh. That's what uh -huh. she's calling. Well, that's what they're calling that, her. That gets through by the censors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, what's interesting is I don't think uh, I don't think you want to get on the spin machine after uh, uh, Megan the <laughs> Stallion has been on it. If uh, what she says is accurate. <laughs> I'm just smiling and, and waving at that one, you guys. <laughs> What's kind of interesting is she's pictured just from the waist up. And there's yes. just uh, there's just a purple cloud underneath her, which, <laughs> <laughs> which surrounds a large mass. <laughs> So what do you guys oh, recommend for our listeners for January? I mean, are you guys recommending eat healthier, get your butt to the gym, don't drink, stop smoking? Or are we recommending because we're all baby boomers, life is short, do what you want? That's my philosophy, but... Well, it, ahead, I already, already offered my suggestion is just wait until Lent. Do it traditionally. Wow. It's, uh, there, there's actually something interesting. I, I, I learned this is that, uh, is that if you donate a lobe of your liver, liver to someone who needs a liver transplant, is that lobe will completely grow back within six weeks. Did you know this? No. That's how quickly oh. the liver regenerates. Within six weeks, that, that, that lobe that gets cut off will entirely regenerate. So that means if you go six weeks without drinking, 
you're gonna you, you're gonna you're gonna be fine again. And and it, what's interesting is that that's uh a, ooh, it's just one week short of Lent. As go. we have already been go. over, so that's kind of. Uh, I think that's kind of uh, uh, the the fact that that's an Irish tradition. That's that's how the Irish have survived for for centuries, because <laughs> they're observant during Lent. Wow, I used to just give up chocolate. I don't know. <laughs> I would not give up chocolate. God does not want me to not eat chocolate. God is not cruel. Um, I think God is a friendly God and would not want me to give up chocolate for anything. Okay, I don't know. I don't know which one you're going with, but <laughs> you know, follow your path. <laughs> well, I figure in January of this year I will be seventy-four years old. I'm not missing anything. I'm if a drink is available, I'm taking it. You know, you, you don't know. You're living on borrowed time. I got four more years before I reach the average life expectancy, so uh, I'm going out flaming. Not that way. I mean, I still like girls. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there are going to be so many people disappointed with your caveat there, Dale. I have so many friends who will just be sad. I, I know. Don't be fooled by the nice clothes. <laughs> or the window treatments. <laughs> well, that's his, wasn't that Frank Sinatra? Didn't didn't he start smoking again when on his seventieth birthday? Uh, if, I, I don't know. We'll have to ask Tom Dreesen when we have him back on. He wants to be on again. So yeah. we'll it's. Uh, I heard something like that. Is is when he turns seventy, he's going. What what, what do I want to live longer for? Well, I was looking <laughs> at my arms the other day, and the veins were like popping out. I said, this is the perfect time to try heroin there's certainly very little pain involved in getting that needle in there that is hilarious this is uh okay. this is now this is officially the lull in the show this is exactly <laughs> so if you'd like to call in and ask a question the lines are open you just have to figure out what they are and uh, but yeah we I'm looking forward to the rest of winter, I guess. It hasn't been bad here, and hopefully it won't be. In the east, they got, you know, snow up to their gazingas, and, uh, you know, who needs that? But I was just in Wisconsin this past weekend, and there's a lot of disappointment in Wisconsin because oh, yeah. uh, because they rely on, uh, this time of year, the bars rely on the ice fishermen and the snowmobilers and the skiers, and they ain't got nothing. It's yeah, like the it's true. like the it's like the first half of the Bing Crosby film. It's uh, there is no <laughs> there is no snow. It's uh, the general is going to lose his lodge. See, that should be a, a, one of our trivia questions. What was the name of that movie? Huh? Well, do you know Tim? Yes, I do. Of course, it I goes, of course, I goes know. by two right, names. One is correct and one isn't. <laughs> I have no idea. You have no well, idea what the what the film I'm talking about is? No. Honestly? No. What? I oh. really don't. Bing do you... Crosby and uh, who's it? Not Danny Kay. <laughs> Danny Kay. Bing Crosby K. and Danny. Danny Rosemary I... Clooney and Vera Ellen. I love Rosemary Clooney. I met her. We talked about that. But I know. You've never no dreamt idea. of anything like that? No. No. Even during the winter. <laughs> is it white christmas well that's the alternate name and the song came from there but it's called holiday inn no nope you're yet... wrong you're wrong really that's a holiday inn's a separate film well i'm sorry 
<laughs> oh, that's that's okay. I, I bowed to the Aristotle. No, that's okay. Yeah. It, 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 so, uh, what was the actual movie, Tim? What? What was the actual movie? The movie was White Christmas. It's a, oh, it's okay. Dale was right, but it doesn't have two titles. Holiday Inn's a different film. Uh, uh, that was the film that uh, that White Christmas actually debuted in. But White Christmas, the one with the story where uh, Danny Kaye and uh, uh, Bing Crosby are in the army together, which is which is weird because Bing Crosby was like fifty two at the time. <laughs> <laughs> but never mind that. <laughs> And uh, when the war is over, they do. Uh, they decide to become a, 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 a like a vaudeville team, and uh, and become quite famous. And then they they run into Vera Ellen and Rosemary Clooney, uh, uh, who are sisters. Uh, while, while, when sisters while they're in Florida, yeah. And uh, they 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 hook up and go decide to go to Vermont on the train in the bar car. <laughs> and scene. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> oh, I knew we'd come full circle on this episode somewhere, somehow. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Don't tell me that time is running out already, having so much fun talking about absolutely nothing. And we hope that you've enjoyed that. We've been able to brighten your day. But right now, it's time for our weekly game. The uh, The game is Boom Again. It's a real board game. It's a very cool board game just for boomers. I mean, as an example, the uh, the playing pieces on this board game include things such as a uh, a skate key, a the little uh, adapter that went in the middle of a 45 record, a roach clip, all things we're, we're familiar with from uh, from being boomers. Anyhow, we ask three questions from the game every week. If you know the correct answers and send them in to us, we're going to send you a game. You're saying, okay, I'm willing to play. Where should I send them? You email us the answers at anotherdayaboveground.show at gmail.com. And just in the, in the little subject, write answers to Boom Again and put the date of the show. And if you're right, if it's before we've given you the answers the next week, you will win a game. There you go. So we've got three uh, three questions for you this week, but first let me give you the answers to last week's questions. Last week we asked you, Andy Williams Theater in Branson, Missouri was named after his signature song. What's the name of that tune? Uh, it's, uh, 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 mm-hmm. We'd use a little Christmas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Elle just gave it to me. Well, well, welcome to We Can Use a Little Christmas right this very minute theater. <laughs> Or the alternative title, The Moon River Theater. Moon River, absolutely. (laughs) The other one, it costs too much for the marquee. (laughs) Okay, no, no, I just took. Is that theater still there? Sandy Williams is is not. Yeah, the theater, I believe, is is still there. The Osmond, Jimmy Osmond, actually owned it for a while. And now I believe it's open, it's owned by a conglomerate. Hmm. Hmm. It's still the Moon River Theater. I have no idea, but it's still there. And it's still a theater, and people still get on buses and go to it. To see whom? Whoever's playing there. Yakov Smirnov. (laughs) (laughs) No, I thought he had his own theater. He does. (laughs) Wait, he has his own theater? Uh Uh-huh. Yakov Smirnov Theater, yeah. In in my country, theater has you. <laughs> wow. Okay. Next question, Dale. All right. The next one. I think this is the one I asked because I, I pulled the tab up before I looked. Anyhow, what rubber faced uh, actor 
played Chester A. Riley for over 200 episodes on The Life of Riley. Rubber-faced actor. No, we did, that's an old one. That's we did an that old one? one. Yeah, that's okay, an old one. Okay, then what else did I get on here? Um, that's William Bendix. That was an answer from Yeah, last it was week, William Bendix. Did I ask the one about John Cameron Swayze, who was the spokesman no, for, for I don't a watch so. company famous for its punishing product? Okay, I didn't ask that one. That was did, from a couple weeks ago because I got that one right. Okay, Mark Spitz. Did I? Uh, no, that was stupid. No. Um, Lewis and Clark had no idea where they were going. Thankfully, a Native American guide was there. What was oh, her I don't, name? I don't remember you asking that one. Okay, I didn't. Well, Sacagawea. Oh, this one. Okay, this was it. This was it. I remember. The main character in one comic struggles through the four basic guilt groups of life. What was the first name shared by the character, the name of the comic strip, and the author? Is it yeah, Kathy? you asked it's that Kathy. one. What? It's Kathy. Kathy. Yeah, that was the answer. Yeah, we asked that one last week, so we got that cleared up. Yes, Carol, it was Kathy. What was it? What was it? Asked, what was it again? Kathy. What was the question? What was the? It was a uh, you know a comic strip and the same name as the uh, as the uh, author and the name of the comic strip and the name of the character, Kathy. Oh, okay. She referred you know. Could, anyhow, it could have been Nancy too, though, couldn't it? No, Nancy was written by a guy named Phil. So uh, Ernie. <laughs> All right, here I, I tore the thing off of the last one too. All right, the um, oh, oh here, 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 here. Which Bob Dylan song from the Nashville Skyline album talked about a woman lying on his brass bed? Nope, we did that one already. We did that one, so you already know that one. The Millionaire, did we do the one with the millionaire? I think that might be the one. That's the one. In the 1950s television series, The Millionaire, what was the millionaire's name? William That's a Bendex. tough one. I learned this in, in my freshman year of college because it was on the trivia contest back then, and it's John Bearsfort Tipton was the millionaire. Wow. Okay, we got through that. Now, well, I don't even think Google knows that one. <laughs> I can't believe we're going to have we're not going to have many winners this week. I'll bet. No, I don't think oh, so. No. Any... I don't think anybody can track this. I mean, I'm I'm not tracking, but that's okay. <laughs> okay, here let's start over. These are the new questions, thoroughly marked for for this week. Here's our three okay. questions for this week. When Toto pulled back the curtain and exposed the wizard, what did Oz blurt out as he pulled the curtain shut? I'm not Kansas. <laughs> I'm on I'm the pot here. I'm not journey or foreigner either. <laughs> Somebody's using it, okay? All right, so what did he say when they pulled the curtain open? Second one. It's, uh, it's, I missed the rains down in Africa. That's what he said. <laughs> Different Toto. <laughs> that was the Kansas reference, too. But anyway, go ahead. No, he actually sang a song. Little girls, little boys, everywhere I look, they are little. You know what that's from? No, Midgets on Ice? Annie. Ah, the musical. Okay. See, I'm making up my own trivia now. Yes, you are. Here's our second question. I love this one. What sound effect? What sound effect was an important part of the very cool theme song for 77 Sunset Strip? 
It was a sound effect in there when you start 77, sunset strip, sound effect, sound effect. What was that sound effect? Hmm. And then our final question for this week is... Oh, who was older when they died? Johnny Carson or Frank Sinatra? Who was older when they died? Need to get Tom Dreesen on that one, too. Yeah, he'll know that one for sure. Absolutely. Sure. So anyhow, those are our three questions for this week. So if you know the uh, know the answers, Carolyn, where should they send them into? Send the answer to another day above ground show at gmail.com. But wait, there's more. If you want to buy your own game, if you want a copy of Boom Again, which I did play over the holidays with a bunch of millennials, and I felt really smart because they knew nothing. Um, and so we you can go to boomagain.com and buy yourself a game and on the checkout page there is a space for a promo code before you check out put in 10 adag that's 10 adag and you will get 10 percent off the price of your game thank you boom again all right that pretty much wraps it up for yet another week thank you folks for listening through this and you you young podcasters out there this is what you get when there's absolutely no rehearsal Okay, this is, this, is, this is what it sounds like. Oh, Anyhow. So you're you're going to pretend, Dale, that we didn't spend six hours working on this yesterday to make sure it was this good? No, I'm not, Carolyn. No, we, we didn't even spend 60 seconds today figuring this out. But doggone it, it's done. And please visit our website, anotherdayaboveground.com, and there you can get all of our episodes, even the good ones, and some more information about the three of us. So that being said, Carolyn, any final words for our listener? Yep. It's, a, <laughs> it's award season, so go out and buy yourself a pretty dress, especially the men. Okay. <laughs> Tim, any last words? Hey, yeah, you can check out my uh, my special, my comedy special, Bachelorette Party on Tubi. Just Google Tubi. Tim Slagle Bachelorette Party, and you can stream it right there in the privacy of your own home. There no you one's going to have to know you watched it. And you don't even have to wear pants while you watch it. That's the beauty of it. I think a lot it's of not people like going don't. out to a club. A lot of people don't. <laughs> And I invite you to visit DaleIrvin.com. Sign up for the Friday Funnies, and I'll make you laugh in your email every single Friday. That said, right now, what we want you to do is go out and enjoy the rest of the day, because today is another day above ground. And that's it for another day above ground. For Dale, Tim, and Carolyn, I'm Farad Muhammad. Thanks for listening. 